Laura. I would like to leave this city. This old town don't smell too pretty, and I can feel the worn inside running around my mind. So what do you say? You can't give me the dreams in your mind anyway. Half the world away. Half the world away. Hello. And welcome to the Cornetto Minute, the very soon-to-be daily podcast where we will review and discuss and analyze all three movies in Edgar Wright's seminal Cornetto trilogy, but not today. Today we are finishing up our conversation of the television series Spaced. I'm Nick Jimenez, assistant manager. I'm Scott Corelli. And today we are indeed talking about Leaves the seventh episode of series two and the final episode of space ever. Mm-hmm. There will never be another one. 14th and final. Quote me. There will never <laughs> be <laughs> another space. Uh, yeah, uh, we, we did it. We, we got to the end and oh, what an ending it was. Yeah, I, I have to say um, every time I watch Spaced, uh, which is which has basically become annual, I think, for me since first discovering it. Mm-hmm. Um, I am, I am always struck by how good this finale is as mm-hmm. a finale, like a final episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so satisfying, and. I just it does everything that you want a series finale to do. It's just loaded with in jokes. It mm-hmm. it calls back to the very first episode. Um it it just I mean it's just so well done, I think. And yeah. and yet still tells a story in its own right, you know? Right, um, yeah. It's it's so good, I think. It yeah, and it 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 really does feel like an ending mm-hmm. it, it, you, you really do feel like the sense of an ending and like this is what we were always this wasn't the story of like these two characters lives or their you know courtship of each other but just kind of this little slice of their life that we that, that we got to see and, yeah yeah and I I, I I like the way it wraps up for most of the characters we'll well i mean we'll get into everybody but um yeah but yeah yeah it it, it was it was just uh a solid a solid end a a, a really good final chapter so uh it starts with this uh this sort of parody of of uh the opening of this show called royal family um yes and uh i i looked up what the opening looks like and i mean it's like identical like the body language and the way it's shot and everything is um, completely identical. I'm not sure why they chose to do that here. I, I, I assume it's just that um, it's sort of uh, like a like a charming, op- like bittersweet kind of opening um, to a show. <laughs> and so they're like, yeah, let's just do that. I guess. I, yeah, I assume. you know, I'm not sure. uh, I don't know how how familiar you are with uh, with regular show Scott. Hmm. 
but it's a it's a quirky network series and they have like an episode where they uh recreate the opening of neon genesis evangelion <laughs> like okay like, like beat for beat and uh-huh. it's it's just it's just so obviously the animators just like we love doing we love this as a kid so we just want to draw our characters like this but <laughs> yeah I, i've always been a fan of uh Oh, like almost like making the characters play dress up in a way, and like here's what it would look like if they if they did this opening, you know? Right. I guess it would be like if we gave if they did like a like a Buffy style opening that would be really great. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um. So yeah, I I I I do really like this opening, even just like. <laughs> Even without the like parody aside, because obviously, like I don't, I don't really get the joke. Like I, I know what it is intellectually, but I've never yeah, you seen have that no, show. You, you have no emotional connection to the reference at all. Right, exactly. So, so all I can do is you know watch it as is, and um, I still really mm-hmm. like it because it does, it does feel like uh, this is special because this is the end of the show. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, 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 it's always, it's always just a little bit special when the. When you love a show and it does take the time to acknowledge that, like, this is going to be the, the last one. Because sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just like, well, this was the last episode. And right. Kinda, it's kind of what it is. Right. Um, and then we we sort of go into this, uh, like, re- episode one remake of the the guy, um, the realtor coming and, and showing this couple uh the the house and he's mm-hmm. saying all the same things that Marcia said to Tim and Daisy only they're a real couple and and you get the you know the re- the recurrence of the twins in the closet only now it's Tim and Daisy <laughs> talking in unison yeah. and like i i just i i just really love how you know, you they reuse that stuff from the first episode to sort of show you how far we've come. And yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's, it's amazing what they managed to accomplish with this world and these characters in 14 episodes. It really is. And like two interiors, like, re- yeah. like, like regular. I mean, I, it's a hard. The so is not the way Americans usually make sitcoms where there is just like they go to the coffee place, they go to the apartment, they go to the work. And like this episode did really take us all over the map of of London and mm-hmm. and but yeah so using so little just like the apartment and like the lines and I I really loved the the little detail of them being like a little bit younger than Tim and Daisy right like oh I'm 25 my wife's 24 like because that is a very specific pain right when they're just like a little bit younger than you but they're just like also they're so ahead of you. Right, there are just like so much more put together than you, or seemingly. Yeah, yeah. My Absolutely. wife is twenty four. It's just such a, a deeply weird sentence for me. <laughs> right. Um, uh, we have to talk about Brian's uh, Edgar Wright wailing tape. Um, oh, oh, oh! That's Edgar Wright. Yeah, that's Edgar Wright. That's his oh, that's wailing. Ama- that's amazing. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I love the wailing tape. Um, and the fact that he has to flip it over is just the funniest joke. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's fantastic. And then the yeah, callback wh- later of of the van not having a tape player. <laughs> Thank fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, but- I really like the way Brian slowly did kind of become like their their special son. Uh huh. Like, hey, like I like they know he's 
he's like this, but like we love him, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, and he's starting to remake him. He's starting to rearrange himself after the. Uh, I loved. I I really loved his monologue about how emotionally attached he is to the house. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, like no, an I... island on the oceans of life. <laughs> um, Colin's storyline. Colin gets. <laughs> Co- Colin gets a storyline where uh, he doesn't run away or get kidnapped. Um, yeah, it's. I it's, guess he technically uh, runs away. I suppose it's a credit. It's it's a credit to Ada. It's a credit to 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 Jessica Hines, Nate Stevenson. But I think really just the also the the filmmaking of Edgar Wright that you you really Colin gets an emotional arc. Yeah. Oh like, my God. That, the dog. Like, yeah, because he's he's constantly ignored by his owners, and so he goes to find love and companionship in this old lady. But then this old lady wants to rename him Lancelot, and he's just like, fuck that, and goes back home. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the, the the flashbacks of Colin just getting, like, ignored or just given the shaft by Daisy Ugh, is just so cool. So great. And we, I don't think we When, she, when she shuts the door in his face. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's, like, running to go inside, and she just shuts the door in his face. Yeah. Poor Every Colin. episode, any episode where Colin got to go for a walk or a run was was pretty pretty great. It's true. Um, so Sophie reveals that uh, Marvel has hired her, so sure. she she got a job at Marvel in Seattle, which isn't a thing. Yeah, it it, it it's kind of like it. The roles have kind of reversed now, and like they're kind of talking about our country. Right, exactly. Where they're they're like, yeah, Marvel in Seattle. It's like, no, Marvel's Marvel was only in New York until very recently. I although it's so so that's a cult. She's she's we're never going to hear from her again. But mm-hmm. if if she did if she were to get a job at Marvel, oh one is a pretty for fucking primo time to get in on that company. Oh yeah, because that's right when uh, Joe Quesada took over. Mm-hmm. Um, as uh, editor in chief, that was right around, right like around ult- that that time. Yeah. yeah, Ultimate Comics were just starting to come out, and yeah, the the movies were just like a brand new horizon. Yeah, yeah. It's good. good luck, that, Sophie. Good luck, Sophie. Godspeed. Um, I, yeah, I really, I th- and you know, while we're on the topic of Sophie, I th- I think it really is a credit to Peg and Stevenson as writers of not choosing to make Sophie such an easy antagonist for for the show or daisy you know but that's I think that's just that's this show right it's yeah, like they've yeah, never absolutely. really done that um they yeah, always no one is, yeah. what what's what's the what's the basic sitcom thing we could do well let's do the opposite of that mm-hmm. like no actually sophie's gonna be like really she's really cool good, and nice a good person yeah different and, than daisy and, and you know, the brings only out reason different things and the only reason they don't work out is because uh, she gets a job in America and has to move. And Tim's not mad. In fact, he's like really proud of her because it's a really cool job. Yeah. And and the, it, it feels real because a Daisy – not Daisy. Sophie does feel from the get-go like a character who is who is one or two life steps ahead of Tim. Mm-hmm. And I, I've definitely – had times where like I've, I've been on like first dates and just been like, Oh, I can already tell this isn't going to work out. Cause you're like already a person. Right. 
<laughs> like you, you I, I would like I don't even I don't even have like a like a bedhead right now. Like a, I don't even know what that's called. Uh, <laughs> a bedhead. A headboard. A headboard. Bedhead. See, yeah, but like if I, you know, if I hear someone say that, I'm like, oh, so you get my language. You also don't know what it's called. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it, it 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 all feels very organic, which is not easy to do in a last episode to feel <clears throat> organic because there is this pressure of putting a capper on things and right, you know, show shows that we love have have kind of have not stuck the landing in a very pointed way, right? Um. I love that Mike is the person who sort of brings everyone together to find yeah. mm-hmm. to win back Marsha. Like he's like everyone else has given up, but he refuses to give up and in fact thrives in this environment because he sees it yeah. as a battle. This is really when he sort of really activates in a way. Mm-hmm. And again, so that like that that really makes that feels organic to the group. Like he he was yeah. always the most forward moving one. Yeah. He's like rolling around. The hallways. Certainly the most comfortable in his own skin. Oh, for sure. In fact, as as we've said, I mean, we've been talking about it since the first first episode that he appeared in. Um, the fact that Mike is gay and you're just getting more and more like sort of hints that like, oh, yeah, no, totally. Um, mm-hmm. To the point where in this episode, I'll be honest, like when I'm when I'm thinking about like where these characters end up in the future. For whatever reason, because we sort of get, I well, I guess we we sort of get the hint that Brian is bisexual based on the fact that like he had a relationship with uh, with uh, oh with Volva Volva yeah um or 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 pansexual or or uh, Just open open to open to different kinds of relationships in terms right of sexuality in general. right exactly and so like I I kind of like I don't know man I found myself kind of shipping Mike and Brian <laughs> in this one. <laughs> Because yeah. I just, I, I just love, like, you know, he comes in, he plays the Thunderbirds music, and he's like, "Are you, are you man or mouse?" <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, and he just no, gets them all pumped up. It's great. Yeah, they really, which is, which yeah. is exactly what Brian needs. And then later, when you see him at the with the installation, like he just seems very sure of himself, which yeah, we've never had, seen before. He ha- he has just his. Uh... He has a posture about himself that seems more empowered than than we've seen him. Yeah. And I think Mike has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Yeah. They could definitely, if this had kept going, you could definitely see it. Well, no, I was going to say, because like Mike and Mike and Marsha are so clearly going to be like roommates forever. Yeah. But yeah, maybe they just never leave that house. Yeah. Maybe they just have like a... Open relationship. Uh, yeah. Well, like, uh, yeah, just like maybe it's just the three of them. Like they have like a three way marriage, you know? Yeah. And it's just very <laughs> under unwritten, like just lo- just a very open, loyal community. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> just the three I mean, of them it, up there. It doesn't it doesn't look like Daisy and Tim move very far as we see at the end of uh, of the documentary. Mm hmm. Right. You know, they stay there like they just have this little this little family commune sort of thing, you yeah. know? Well, at, yeah. At and, this and, house. The, and the first I mean, the first line of the episode is, you know, they say the family of the 21st century is made up of friends. Mm-hmm. And that sort of reveals itself to be kind of the the mission statement of this this adventure that we've been going on. Right. Um, so I love uh, one of my favorite throwaway lines is uh, when Mike 
has geared everyone up and then they arrive at the garage to get the tank. Um, Mm -hmm. And everyone's like, are you sure about this? And he goes, don't worry, I've done this before. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, So good. And Uh, then the uh, and then the callback of the robot is. Yes. So satisfying. Oh, so satisfying. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the thing, right? It's all callbacks and payoffs. That's all this episode is. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the confidence of that is is, mm -hmm. is super admirable and and not just for, you know, but not just for the for for the writers, but also right. Yeah. To have the confidence of like, no, I'm actually I'm going to trust the the viewers, you know, that play to the top of your of, of, of their intelligence. Right. It's just such a satisfying finale. Um, mm-hmm. Even even twist, which I could see the argument being made that it's unsatisfying. And and, and an I think and I way. think well hold on hold on oh I'm so sorry yeah and I think that it would be if it wasn't for the last shot of her right just that little turn that Katie Carmichael has yeah where she of- where where she turns and just her face drops because she Mm -hmm. realizes what she did. Like, Oh, I, I had, these aren't real friends. I had real friends and I basically told them to fuck off. Mm -hmm. And And it's, I, I, I I think that's, I think it's a great moment for that character because I think it shows true growth for that character in that moment that I don't think the other characters will ever see because I think, she will be she will she will theoretically she will become a better person and get new friends that she might treat better. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I, I, I don't think she's ever gonna come back to this group again. I think she's gone. Sure, yeah. And and that and that doesn't make me it makes me sad, but in a way that it's like, yeah, that makes sense, you know? Like right. that does happen when you're when you're at that age. Like friend you learn like I don't, maybe I don't need to be around this person or like, oh, I don't have to do this. Right. And then maybe you're a better person the next time around. And maybe you needed those people. Sometimes, sometimes there are people in your life that are just there for you to fail in front of. Right. And that's, that, that, that's kind of a not so, you know, rosy lesson to learn, but it does. And I, I guess in a show that it hasn't been afraid to just, have Colin appear next to the keys, so to speak. Right. It, it it says something that they didn't just bring Twist back for like a final moment at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's... I, I, I would argue that Twist was probably the most damaged character in this show. Um, sure, certainly uh, the, the least capable of, of kind of holding on to empathy in any real way that we saw. Right. And, and she had a a lot of trouble with growing and changing. And, you know, every time it seemed like she would get into a situation where that would happen, like she seemed to very specifically, uh, kind of move again, like just drop it, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. you know, we just saw her do it with Brian where, you know, it got to a point in their relationship where things would need to change. And rather than let them change, she just ended it. Yeah. And uh, appears to be, or at least in front of Daisy, is seeking to appear very unaffected by it. Right. 
And then here again, she had this big falling out with this group. And so she runs away to Manchester to go hang out with, uh, you know, hang out in a gay club um, where there's just no where she feels special. But like she's I I think in that moment, she's sort of realizing that she's not and that they're all going to forget her the next day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the way that like, oh, crap, like mattering to people actually requires you know sacrifice on your end or putting yourself out there or making yourself available to someone emotionally mm-hmm. maybe god forbid like you know putting what you want behind for like a day right right so i actually um this up. time around i i really liked what they ended up doing with twist it, it's unfortunate that she doesn't have a lot to do in this episode um uh, but I think I really do think that final beat with her is uh, a really important moment for her character. Yeah. Yeah. And it's 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 uh, again, it's it's a swerve left when uh, when everyone was kind of expecting a swerve. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, just that final uh, that final montage, man, it just it it's really heartwarming. And then and then seeing. Daisy put her put you know kind of like let her head rest on Tim and then Tim return the headrest and it just it's so nice. small and yeah so like lovely yeah very understated and just great and I ah, I love this so much yeah I th- this was such a good idea you know starting with starting with this mm-hmm. it almost kind of makes Sean and the Dead make more sense because like it 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 comes out of the gate so fucking hard. And Wright just has no chill. And I remember the first time watching it being like, where do these guys come from? And space almost feels like the like the El Mariachi or like mm-hmm. the slack or like the slacker. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, the uh, Reservoir Dogs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like the shaggy indie debut. Mm-hmm. That's like almost it. it, it it's it's. I think it says so much about Wright that this is like, it would be the autobiographical debut, but it's someone else's autobiography. Yeah, (laughs) it's true. Like we've really yet to see like Edgar Wright's close encounters. Mm -hmm. Here's a little tip about me. (laughs) Didn't like my dad. Didn't like my mom. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. You know, it's it's interesting. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the that that one one last bit the uh, the callback to uh, skip to the end. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. When she's reading the letter. Yeah. When he's reading the letter. Yeah. Uh, love that. Love that. Um, yeah. So it's I I just think it's a it's a phenomenal uh, series finale. Like it leaves me very satisfied. Like uh, you know it always it always puts me in a really bittersweet place where I you know I'm gonna miss these characters. But I don't need to I like I feel like I know they're gonna be okay, you know? Yeah, yeah. It it's the perfect kind of finale where it's like the, the, the show is going to keep going, the show isn't dead, but it you're not gonna see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's like moving it's like moving away. Yeah. So what do you think of uh of the, the documentary? I loved it. I, I, I found it super well made, but also so where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. uh, that it, it it was it was weirdly 
emotional you know there's a scene where it's the scene from series one of all of them looking up with their sunglasses on at the light like the blinding Mm -hmm. light Mm -hmm. and they they have to do like take after take after take and you can see even like simon Pegg and everyone started to get really kind of like grumpy and like don't want to be there anymore Mm -hmm. and like we god like any anyone who's ever made anything on film has like felt that or has had Mm -hmm. that moment and it just was so like cathartic to be like, oh god, yeah, that happens to them too. Like it's, mm-hmm. and yeah, and, and just seeing the the affection that everyone has for the show. Like I thought, uh, Mark, all everything, everything of Mark Gatiss, I just found so charming, and he just seems like such a good dude. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it, it was, it was, it. I, I love the bit where way. they go to visit the house, and then the spaced fans are there taking pictures in front of the house, and then they just yeah. come out. <laughs> and they're just like staring at them like what what's happening right now <laughs> this is where we live oh i love that i thought that was really cool yeah and just like uh simon Pegg walking us through the house being like or the the pub we're like this is the bathroom from this episode even though it's not the like yeah absolutely that's how you make stuff you like it's 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 like a frankenstein of different locations mm-hmm. and it was just so great and it it was so good seeing them all together again and just seeing how everyone's aged really comfortably into their kind of this was the dawn of their professional lives and now they're very much in like act two of their professional lives right right this was oh wait so this was like pre star trek into darkness but like you know or maybe even pre star trek simon Pegg, right yeah i think this was just after hot fuzz Mm -hmm. i think um but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a really great documentary. It's feature length, which is insane, but it flies by. Um, really does, yeah. It's it's just it's a really good, and then it ends on uh, the only you know spaced sequel we're ever going to get, uh, which uh, is the return of Tim and Daisy as we reveal that they have a child together, mm-hmm. and uh, are a boy a child. Women. Yeah, and uh, no, it's a girl child. I just wanted to quote Man of Steel. <laughs> it's uh what 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 is tim try to name it and luke luke right and he's, he's like we're not naming our daughter luke <laughs> that's good i love it yeah it's really yeah cool. it just you want to you want to just take a walk yeah so you got your uh you got your rankings no no it's i mean i think i do i i, I definitely have like i want to hear yours first Okay, so uh, I'll just go down. I'll just go down the list quickly. Um, yeah. The worst episode, I think, is uh, the season two premiere. Okay. Of course, um, I I think I railed against that one enough. Um, then uh, the paintball episode. Battles. Um, battles. One hundred four. Uh, then I've got uh, two hundred three, uh, which is uh, the robot wars episode okay Metal. um then the uh series one finale okay ends uh, mm-hmm. uh gatherings after that okay uh, the uh the, the, party the housewarming one. party mm-hmm. um then uh 206 so the 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 previous episode um yeah, dissolution. dissolution right um then 204 which is uh help okay um that's the uh, the heist for the portfolio. 
Okay, and the and the uh, the one flew over the cuckoo's nest. No, that's with um, that's the one with the uh, that's gone. That's, that's gone. Or that's the, metal. That's metal. metal. Yeah, that's metal. And and this is the one where Marsha and Daisy run. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They exercise. Then the first episode. Um, then uh, art. Right. Then uh, epiphanies. The rave episode. Okay. Um, then, uh, 105, um, chaos, uh, with the, uh, with the, with the dog heist, mm-hmm. the Colin heist. Um, then I'd say, uh, the, the series finale that this one that we're covering now, 207, it's my, mm-hmm. my third favorite. Um, my, uh, second favorite would be, uh, 205 gone. That's the, uh. The, uh, yeah, the, uh, Tim and Daisy night out finger guns. Right. Yeah. Episode. And then my favorite is, uh, 202, uh, change the, uh, unemployment episode. Ooh. Yeah. Very nice. I, I think, yeah, I think back would be my least favorite as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably th- this sucks, but I mean, I, I think it's well made, but in terms of like ones I'm, I would rewatch, I think dissolution would be right after that. Mm, Cause okay. Cause like, I mean, you know, why would you ever want to watch that episode? Uh, I guess. Yeah. There's like a handful of funny moments, but, um, let's see. So da da da, And then. Let's see. Oh man. Now we're getting into the ones I really, I really like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh <laughs> after that would be ends the first finale. Mhm. Uh remind me what happened in chaos? Uh that's the that's the the heist to save Colin. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that would Okay. So after after disillusion and ends I probably put art. Mm-hmm. Solid episode, but not 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 like a classic for me. Not like an all time favorite. Hmm. Uh, then going into that, we're going into metal, metal. which I really liked. Metal, metal with War Bastard. Mm-hmm. War Bastard. Uh, then after that, um, the pilot, <laughs> and then gatherings. What? What number is gatherings? What is that now? Like 102. Five, four? No, no, but like that was like what, five four? Uh oh, I haven't been keeping track. Okay. Um, my favorite episode, my favorite two episodes uh-huh. I realized are I didn't this wasn't on purpose, but the tires episodes. Oh, um, really? Those are your two I, favorites. I really love Gone and I really love Epiphanies. I just the end of Epiphanies is just just so euphoric. <laughs> it just uh, so You mean you mean help. Not gone. Gone. Gone oh, okay. is the gone. Gone is the is the finger the pain, guns. The finger guns. Okay. Help is uh, is the portfolio. Okay. Heist. Okay. Then never mind. Never mind. Then tires is not in both of mine because my two favorites okay. are still gone and epiphanies. Oh, okay. Um, I guess I just assume tires is there because they go out. <laughs> oh, fair enough. And I'm just like, yeah, right. Tires is there, but yeah, like the ending of epiphanies is so great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I think. I think Mike in his like rave jester outfit is just like an iconic image of the show. Yeah. Uh, and it, I think that's kind of just like the appeal of spaced 
mm-hmm. in a scene is that everyone is welcome. No one is no one is quote the freak. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is weird, but no one is like being punished for their weirdness. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's why this show has in its time kind of pr- it, it it's proto a lot of stuff. Like it's it's before Big Bang Theory. It's before like it the OC. You know, like saying that you were a geek with any kind of pride really was kind of a, a subversive thing to say in 1999, 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. And that, that's genuinely hard to envision now because it's hard for me to, but I think for, for what it was at the time, it, it, it really is just seminal. Yeah. No, totally. So what are your thoughts moving, moving forward into, into Sean? Uh, how so? What do you mean? Are you excited? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm really excited to start covering Sean. I'm excited to get back to our normal format. Um, yeah, it feels like this was preseason. Yeah. yeah, or or I guess start our normal format if you didn't listen to uh, Back to the Future Minute. I guess. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if yeah, that's a weird yeah. idea that this was like they started with this. Yeah, yeah it's it's entirely possible. Um, but uh, yeah, so we start Shaun of the Dead um, daily. Minute by minute, starting on October 16th. So that should be um, uh, just about a week from now uh, from you hearing this, if you if you listen to this when it was released. Uh, and we'll be, we'll be coming out with episodes Monday through Friday. And uh, yeah, talking about Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time. Talking about Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> talking about. I'm excited. I'm very excited. Me too, man. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, and with Halloween coming up, it's just like it's like that much more fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, all right. Well, I guess that wraps up our space coverage. I am going to I would say that I'm going to miss this show, but I'm not because I'll probably watch it again in a few months. I was I was going to say I'm very excited to like sit down and, and watch this with my new roommate who I don't think has ever watched it before. Nice. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, like I, like I've said throughout, you know, watching this, this is a kind of, I don't want to say it's an annual tradition because I don't have like a specific time period that I watch it in, but I do end up watching it every like nine months to a year. So I will definitely come back around like that. That certainly hasn't changed. And even, even episode 201, which I don't, I don't love there's, as we talked about, you know, when we covered it, there's a lot there to still really like and sink your teeth into. It's just the stuff I don't yeah. like, I really don't like, but um, mm-hmm. there's some good stuff there. And I'm excited to just like be able to watch it again uncritically, you know, just definitely. Just, yeah. Like just putting it on for pleasure. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. Well, that's, uh, that's based. Thanks everybody for listening. And, We will be back on Monday the 16th with Minute One of Shaun of the Dead. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Ashes with storms. Like storms.